As we wrap up this series on your kitchen reset for back to school, we are also going to be kicking off something that I'm really excited for, and that is a special back to school edition of Muffin Club. If you've been around for a while, you know that I started Muffin Club now five years ago when I was preparing for postpartum with my third, and I just did it simply because I wanted to have some muffins in the freezer on hand for healthy, easy snacks that I could offer the girls in those early days that I was getting my bearings. And ever since, it has just been an idea that has exploded with this community and been something that I've really enjoyed myself as a busy mom of three. And so this year, I'm going to do it specific to back to school so that we can hone in on featuring veggies for the lunchbox. This is one of the number one things I hear parents asking for this time of year is what vegetables can we send for lunch? What vegetables will my kids eat at lunch? And coming up with new ideas outside of just carrots and hummus, cucumbers and ranch, or the same old, same old. I get in the rut as well with my own kids. And that's why I'm really excited to share with you guys this upcoming round of Muffin Club, which will be kicking off starting next week. To sign up, All you have to do is scroll down on the show notes. You can click the link that says join Muffin Club down there, or you can go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash Muffin Club 2023. All one word, just Muffin Club 2023. And it's free. It'll give you instant access to each of the recipes as they're released. It'll be released one recipe each week for six weeks. So you have time to prepare them. I'll send out suggestions and recipe, or excuse me, allergen substitutions as it fits for the recipes. But I really want you to see this as an opportunity to think outside the box when it comes to packing your child's lunchbox and finding some new kid-friendly ways to introduce, offer, and include veggies in their lunchbox. So to get each of these recipes, make sure you're signed up at veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash muffin club. 2023. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the veggies and virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. If you've been following along the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about how you can do a reset in your home to get ready for back to school. So we talked first about how you can reset your pantry two weeks ago. And then in last week's episode, I shared with you how I think you can reset your fridge so that it becomes as functional as possible for your family as you're packing lunches, getting snacks on the go ready, or, you know, having the hustle and bustle of early school morning breakfast. So it probably doesn't come with much surprise that this week for the third and final part of this series in our reset for back to school, we are going to talk about resetting with your freezer. Now I know everyone has different feelings about how they use their freezer. Some people have 
a small freezer and use it very minimally. Other people are owners of chest or standing deep freezers and are avid people who freeze things. And so I want to share with you three different ways that I see you being able to utilize the freezer so that you can be more efficient, but also effective in planning out some of the breakfast, lunches, dinners, snacks, and all the moments in between that you might want and or need this upcoming school year. So I'm going to break these three ways that I kind of see utilizing the freezer down into three E's. And the first one of those probably being what we often think about, and that's ease. When we stereotype a frozen pizza, there's a, a suggested tone that comes with throwing in a frozen pizza or just grabbing chicken nuggets out of the freezer. There's an implication of ease and that's okay. We are busy moms. We need to allow ourselves to embrace ease regularly. I don't even want to say when we get at our wits end or when the back to school hustle is just really taking us over, but instead we need to account for our lives needing ease. And so this really comes to how we can use our freezer in a way that is going to help bring us ease. And I like to think about it as predictable ease, because yes, we can default sometimes to a frozen pizza or chicken nuggets unplanned for when we just need a little easy out and an easy option. But I also think we can expand beyond that and we can think through what are some quick and easy options that we can have on hand for those nights that we know we're only going to have 10 to 15 minutes to assemble and eat dinner. And it's not a night we really can cook, but it's a night we still want to prepare something, put it out, have it ready to go. So there's a sense of ease there. So this is where I think, again, beyond the frozen pizza and the chicken nuggets, not that there's anything wrong with those, but I think most of us don't want to be defaulting to that every time because that's when we start to feel a little guiltier that maybe we're erring on the side of being disorganized rather than needing an understandable amount of added ease. So while those options can be in your rotation, I'd also encourage you to think about what things you can keep in your freezer to also have on rotation. Things that we often have in my house that bring a lot of ease to me are often those kind of ready-made Costco meals. They have so many different ones. There's some by Kevin's Natural Foods that I love that we've had. Um, you know, some of these ones are ones that my husband and I prefer more so than my kids. So in order to make it more of a love it, like it learning it family style meal, I'm going to think through, you know, if the main dish can be really easy, what are some easy sides that may be things that I am keeping in the fridge or the pantry, but they also might be things that I'm adding alongside in the freezer. So an idea that comes to mind is there's this like, um, curry chicken that we often buy at Costco. I normally don't buy it for us to eat right away, but instead I put it in the freezer. So when I need an easy, ready to go meal, I know that we tend to always have like the microwavable bags of rice ready for a like it food for my kids. We can quickly steam up some veggies. And then often I'll also freeze those little baby non breads. My kids love those. It kind of goes with the dish that can be a love it food. So that curry, that naan, and that rice, becomes such an easy meal and I can keep it all in the freezer ready to go. So I'd encourage you to think through when you're at the store, what are some of those easy ones for you? 
as I speak about the rice from just that one example, I want you to think about the second E, and that is extra. What is something that you might just have extra of that otherwise could go to waste? I know in our house, I never know with rice being a like it food for my kids. I never know. Are they going to have seconds or are they barely going to touch it? Are we going to have a lot extra? Am I going to eat it for leftovers? Are we going to repurpose it for something? Or are we going to end up throwing it out? And if we look at how to use our freezer more efficiently, we can think about how do we store some of those extras? So you may have already cooked rice and then you may choose to put it in a freezer safe container and freeze that extra. So when you have say that really easy or quick and easy meal, like that curry chicken that I had talked about, you now have rice that's already been cooked, ready to go. Of course, you can also have some of the other ready-made, you know, minute rices that I spoke of, but this is some way that you can use your freezer to think of how do I save some of my extras that otherwise could go to waste, or we maybe wouldn't eat in time, or we might kind of tire of before it otherwise feels like it could expire. Some other ones that have recently come up in my house is zucchini. As we come to the end of zucchini season and growing our garden and have zucchini, we have more of it than we can eat. However, I don't want to just go put it in the compost. Instead, I can think about how can we use this extra zucchini in a more effective way. And so um, when I'm making zucchini bread or zucchini muffins or chopping it up zucchini, I can go ahead and baggie up one cup portions of grated zucchini. So next time I do want to mix it in a pasta sauce or add it into a muffin recipe, I already have it grated and ready. So it's just using the freezer to lengthen the life of some of these foods and some of these extra amounts that otherwise could go to waste. Another one that I really want to highlight in today's episode is things like muffins. A lot of the muffins that we make in my house are ones that need to be refrigerated. They don't last as long as say, just kind of shelf stable store-bought muffins do. And so a lot of times if I do make a double batch, we'll have extras. And so I wanna think about, okay, if we're not going to eat these up quickly enough, go ahead and put the the extras in the freezer so we have them for later. Specific to muffins, I also like doing this because sometimes we get tired of eating the same type of muffin. And so what I like to do is maybe I only keep a half dozen out for us to eat over, you know, the next couple days. And then I freeze the extras so that we only have say a half dozen of one type, but then we could always switch it up with a half dozen of another type of extras that have been frozen. So the next time we need a full dozen of muffins, we have half and half batch, but I only had to make one batch if you're tracking with me there. So think about how you could use your freezer to extend the life of some of the foods that you either have already prepared or that you already have on hand and that you just want to keep extras of on hand so that it's really effortless to use next time you find yourself wanting to offer it. The third E that I want you to think about when we look at our kitchen reset for back to school is how can you be more efficient? Over Labor Day weekend, one of the things that I specifically did, of course, I had a huge list of meal prep ideas in my head that didn't happen. But one of the things I did do was on for one of the mornings of breakfast, 
as we had the kitchen already dirty and we were already scrambling eggs and making different things, I went ahead and had the kids help us help me set out tons of foil, tons of tortillas, and then we just all went through the assembly line and scooped scrambled eggs onto all the tortillas, sprinkled cheese. Some of the kids wanted bacon or sausage on their breakfast tacos, and then we rolled them up and got them ready. And so while I was already having these breakfast items out and ingredients on hand, I thought about how could I be more efficient for the future? Because I know in those early Saturday morning soccer games when we're all rushing out the door and trying to remember cleats and chin guards and chairs and coats and all the different things, if I already have breakfast tacos ready, I am going to be so grateful that I was so efficient here on Labor Day weekend by making 30 extra breakfast tacos to just keep in the freezer. And so thinking about some of those things of when you are going to make it anyways, or when you have those ingredients out anyways, when the oven is preheated and on anyways, what else might you be able to do? Sometimes for me, it's if I've already preheated the oven, especially right now in Houston, when it's still over a hundred degrees and I really try and limit turning on the oven as much as I can, if it's going to be on, you better believe I'm going to think, what could I go ahead and prep ahead or make an extra batch of just to be that much more efficient? But if I'm already making one batch of muffins, it doesn't take that much energy for me to make another batch and go ahead and put it in the freezer. Same thing I find with another one that we had over Labor Day weekend was things like waffles. If I'm going to go ahead and make waffles, it's very little effort for me now to go ahead and make an extra batch that I can flash freeze, put in the freezer, and have ready to go on a school morning when I just want to pop a frozen waffle in. Of course, there's nothing wrong, like I said with the first E, of having some of those quick and easy standby staples that you buy store-bought. But I know for my family, with having three kids, recently we did buy some freezer waffles because it was the kind my kids wanted to try. But I mean, especially for some of the more whole grain ones or the ones that might be higher in protein or have some added nourishing ingredients, it can get really expensive for something that may only have six little freezer waffles in it. With three kids, we can burn through that box in one breakfast. And so it's much more cost-effective and I can be much more efficient by batching these waffles that I'm already making some morning. I already have the mess made. The waffle iron's already hot. Just batch prep a few more waffles. Some other things outside of just breakfast time that I want you to think about in terms of how you can reset your freezer is what are those meals that you feel like I need some added efficiency for? Breakfast is a common one as we all try and get into the back to school routine. But another one that I often will do is things like PB&Js. They freeze really well. And if I already have out the bread, peanut butter, and the jelly, especially in an amount that I know will help me maybe make a loaf worth of bread, I will oftentimes just put out all the different slices of breads, smear, 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 smear with the different PB&Js, and then put them together, put them in the freezer. So the next time I need a really quick and easy addition to my kid's lunch, I can just reach in the freezer and grab one. It's those little efficiencies that as moms can be such a saving grace, but we often overlook those little opportunities that present themselves when we're making a PB&J on a random weekday morning. So instead, ask yourself, even if it's just one extra, 
that's one less meal you have to make next time. So think about how can you be more efficient with some of these lunchtime items. The same might be true if your child likes to say, bring mac and cheese or a pasta dish or a soup or a chili or anything that might go on a thermos. You might, similar to how I said, I will grate and pre-portion, say a cup of shredded zucchini, you might start pre-portioning and saving little batches of hot lunch items that you then can very quickly pull out, thaw, reheat, put into the thermos container and have ready to go without having to make macaroni and cheese as often or always assume you have leftovers on hand to heat up and offer the next day. So think through how you could be a little bit more efficient there. Additionally, think through at dinner. If you're already making taco meat, it's not that much extra effort to make twice as much taco meat and freeze half of it for later. I tend to do this with taco meat, spaghetti sauce, chili, and soups the most because it's very little effort for me to make an additional batch of those and to freeze them. Because we do have the freezer space, these things sometimes can take up a little bit more freezer space. But depending on the freezer space you have, to think through, how can I be more efficient? Because there's been seasons that I only freeze a pound of ground beef, but it's already been browned. So maybe I didn't get to making the whole spaghetti sauce or I didn't have the all the ingredients for the sauce I needed, but I could still go ahead and brown the meat. That's just one less step I have to do next time. And so that next night that I need an easy meal and I'm going to the freezer to say, what do I have ready to go? I see, oh, I have brown taco meat or I have brown ground beef already ready. What am I going to do with it? And it becomes that much more effortless to put into action. So I want you to think about for dinner ideas, how could you be more efficient with the dinners you're already making? This isn't like going on some big bender of meal prepping a dozen meals on a given day. That's awesome if that's how you want to use your freezer. And I think that's something that a lot of us might aspire to do. But on the day-to-day survival mode parenting of back to school, when everything just feels like a lot, my brain is definitely in that right now. I want you to think about these three things. How can you make your life easy? What are those quick and easy, often pre-made options that you can tuck into your freezer for those nights that you need something really fast and effortless. Number two, what are some of the things that you may have extra of that you can extend the life of by putting in the freezer? And number three, where can you be more efficient in the meals that you're already making and begin to batch cook or prep ahead some of these items that you know you often like having on hand and can use again and again and again, but only maybe have to make and do the dishes for and the cleanup after only one time. If you can focus on just those three things as you get your freezer in order for back to school, I know that you'll start seeing a lot of ways that your freezer really starts to serve your family well so that it starts taking out some of the stress of planning breakfast, lunches, dinners, and snacks. To add more veggies into your child's lunchbox and to potentially utilize your freezer a little bit more effectively through the option of adding veggie packed muffins, 
be sure that you sign up for my upcoming round of Muffin Club. It's going to be six weeks that each features a different vegetable. These are all kid-friendly, dietitian-approved options that are going to give your child a lot of different nourishing ingredients, but all feature their own vegetables. So if you're looking for what types of vegetables to put in your kid's lunchbox, what kind of veggies they will actually eat, this is a really kid-friendly way to get those veggies in. It's free, so all you have to do to sign up is scroll down in the show notes or go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash muffin club 2023.